Thank you for hitting the download and subscribe button on iTunes and Google Play. This is Steven Jensen. You're listening to the Fight Talk Podcast. I just wanted to come on here today and just talk a little random pro wrestling, maybe a little MMA. I'm not sure. Probably won't be very long, but I realize it's been a little over a week since the last time I did a podcast, and that's because I've been very busy, but all with great stuff, uh, just to kind of keep you guys in uh in the loop i guess and i'm this is going to be way more informal by the way uh, no editing i've got my water here with me so if there's any kind of like slight pauses it's just because i'm just doing this one kind of in between a couple things and just like i said i just wanted to kind of stay in touch with you guys because i know it's kind of been a minute and i usually do podcasts more regular than this so just one second here <clears throat> excuse me so um the last thing that I did that was really cool was I went to a Southern Underground Professional Wrestling show this past Sunday. It was called Achy Breaky Heart. It was such a fucking great show. That might have been the most fun I've ever had at a pro wrestling show, and I go to a lot of these. And that's not anything against the other companies that I attend and that I support. That that show was just... I know it sounds so fucking corny, but it was a magical fucking show, man. Like, because... It really restored my faith in kind of like hardcore indie wrestling that we've been missing since, really since ECW went out of business, to be honest. Like, I know that's putting this show and this small company in very large shoes, but man, that was just such a damn good show. Like they do their shows here in Nashville. Uh, They try to run every two months, but then they take longer breaks about four months over the holidays. I've had Jesse Butler, aka Righteous Jesse, as well as Kevin Koo, the two owners of the promotion on this podcast multiple times. Uh, Jesse multiple times, Kevin just once so far. But the, the stuff that these guys are doing is amazing. They run their shows out of the basement east. It's this small bar in like eastern the eastern part of downtown nashville and i mean i just really can't say enough about what they do and how great the shows are because it's like the small venue it's a standing room only they packed in a good amount of people at this last show like like they've had some decent crowds in in that bar before but this crowd was nuts and it was seemingly pretty much all hardcore wrestling fans uh, the entranceway, or I no ramp, you know, entranceway was just the fans just moving out of the way. I'll talk about that here in just a second a little bit. Um, but, you know, you just kind of made a path for the wrestlers. Um, I interacted with, the, <laughs> with a few of the guys uh, as well. And like I said, I'll talk about that here in just a second. But, you know, they, it's just like such a sweet, like old school ECW feel to what they do. I saw Smart Mark video say the same thing I've been saying about uh, the ECW feel, and I couldn't agree with them more, you know? So some of the matches that we saw at that show, I mean, we, and like I said, I I just want to put it over a little bit more. Like this is standing room only. Like, so you're literally up against like the bar or standing near the bar in between the bar and the ring. So, um, I will admit I got very, very drunk at this show. Uh, I apologize in advance, or I guess not in advance. I apologize right now if I did anything to offend anybody um, or got in the way too much at any point during the show. Um, from what I'm hearing, it wasn't anything too bad. Uh, and, you know, some of it was, was actually kind of funny. And kind of what I'm referencing here is 
at one point during one of the matches, this is how great these shows are and how interactive it is, um, during Craig Mitchell's entrance, he was going to come and fight Gunnar Miller, who's a huge standout name here in the Southeast region, especially runs out of like Atlanta or the, you know, different areas of uh, Georgia, uh, Tennessee. She's real big in Chattanooga, Mr. Mr. Scenic City. I said Mr. Mr. Scenic City, Gunnar Miller. Great guy as well. Super nice dude. And his dad uh, comes with him to all of his shows, too. And he's a super nice guy as well. So it's always cool seeing those guys at these shows. I know there's big things coming for both, uh, but especially Gunner, he's just got such a such a presence and, and so much talent in such a short amount of time in the wrestling business. I mean, this this guy's literally the limit for that dude. And like I said, nothing to take away from Craig Mitchell. He's a great talent as well. Uh, just a much different type of, uh, not, not necessarily a different type of style because both guys are, are like big, what do you call, hosses, you know, uh, brawlers. But Gunner Miller's more of like the athletic type dude, whereas Craig Mitchell's more of like, the, uh, I don't know, I don't know who's a good comparison, maybe like more like a Killian Dane type dude, if that makes any sense. Um, I, I was kind of in the way during the entrance for Craig Mitchell, and, you know, everyone else, you know, there's enough space, the wrestler can absolutely get around me, so I'm just gonna throw that out there right now. I was not in the way in the sense of, like, I was standing in the middle of the entrance ramp, and that I was, like, asking for this, for by any means. But I was standing close enough that Craig Mitchell, on his entrance, literally walked right up to me and he beer-checked me, like, hard. Like, I'm not talking about, like, he barely touched the beer and, like, I was just some pussy who just dropped my beer. Like, he nailed my whole, I mean, half my body. My beer flies all over my uh, my own shirt, all over the floor around the ring. Um, and so, I really couldn't believe it. So, I go up to Gunnar Miller... Like I said, I've I've had on this podcast as well a few times, and he's you know I've gotten to know him just a little bit, and I go up to him while he's in the ring, and I'm like, I'm like Gunner, dude, I don't know if you saw that, but the whole crowd just watched Craig Mitchell literally just beer check me. I mean, you can see it's all over my shirt, like, and I said, fuck this guy up, man, and that's exactly what Gunner did, and Gunner, being the consummate professional good dude that he is, uh, got Craig Mitchell back for me during the match. He took the, so I, I lose my beer and some really nice fan. I don't know what his name is. Uh, he was wearing a slutty cat t-shirt. So, um, and he was a really nice guy as well. When he saw me get my beer knocked out of my hand all over myself on the floor, he actually walked up to me, this random dude and gave me a free, uh, PBR tall boy. And I was like, really appreciative of that. You know, I, I didn't expect it at all. And I'm a little bit pissed off because my beer is all over myself at this point and I paid for it, you know? Uh, although the beer prices were very, very fair at the Basement East. Really good deals there on, on that Sunday afternoon. But so this guy had given me this free PBR. And as I'm taking like two sips of it, Gunner jumps out of the ring with Craig Mitchell, grabs the beer out of my hand. He's like, check this out. You know, and he, he you know, hits Craig onto the ground and then pours my fresh beer all over Craig Mitchell on the concrete floor. I'm, I'd imagine I'm in the shot somewhere. I'm doing like the DX crotch chops, like right next to, you know, while, while this is going on. I had such a good time at this show. And, you know, shout out to Craig Mitchell. I'm going to break kayfabe just a little bit here. I talked to him afterwards and he was like the nicest dude ever. And I didn't go up to him like an asshole or anything like that. Like, I understand as part of the show, he was playing a great villain 
I mean, I, I, I have nothing against anything that happened. I loved being a part of it in like the smallest way possible. And I assure you that that was not planned ahead of time. I had no idea whatsoever that that dude was about to check me. I had no idea. Um, so I talked to Craig Mitchell afterwards. The dude's like the nicest guy ever. So I hate to say this if like there's people out there that are like holding on to the kayfabe side of this and you know, they, they want to believe that Craig Mitchell is some giant asshole of a human being. He was actually a really, really, really nice dude. Um, and I really hope nothing but success for him as well as Gunnar Miller going forward. I, I can't wait to see more of their work. Um, also on the show, just the other time, I guess, that I could say that I was somewhat a part of it from the sense that I almost fell right on my ass once again. Uh, Jesse Butler, Righteous Jesse, when he came down to the ring for his grudge match uh, dog collar fight with Brett Eisen, which was amazing, by the way. Um, during his entrance, I gave him like a, like one of those like real strong, like, you know, high fives, but like you bring it in for like the, like the chest bump hug and Jesse was fired the fuck up coming down that ring or coming down to that ring through that entrance. So like when we did that, we, we like kind of hit and I'm once again, pretty drunk. I'm going to be completely honest. Uh, but I almost fall right on my ass again. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to kind of stand out of the way of these guys. Cause I know it's all in good fun. And I know Jesse, I mean like me and Jesse were embracing, like he's a friend of mine and I was really, really pumped to see him in this match. But holy shit, once you kind of feel that, you know, even just from like the perspective I was in, you realize like, yeah, I'm not cut out for being in that ring myself because I can't even take the fucking handshake the the little shoulder shrug heading into the ring you know what i mean so i'll I'll keep doing what i do outside the ring uh jesse and brett eisen had a fucking awesome match uh i don't i don't want to ruin anything for you guys uh because i want you to order the show and watch it and all that stuff when it's available i believe it'll be on powerbomb.tv again but there's other ways of finding it and i'll plug their twitter as well it's at sup underscore graps that's at sup underscore at sup underscore G-R-A-P-S. Uh, my roommate, Zach Epstein, is walking in right now. Um, I told I'm not doing any kind of editing on this one. I'm just talking a little about, about the sub show right now. Is there anything you want to say about the Southern Underground show since you came in just now? Oh, I, mean, just, I just was... got done talking about uh, Brett Eisen and uh, Jesse, but I hadn't talked about the actual match at all yet. Oh, man. No, I mean, it was just it was just a fantastic show in general. Like, I've, I've only seen just like a handful of different indie promotions, and that had to have been... Probably my favorite show that I've been to. It was just amazing. The standing room crowd, just the venue that it's in, it's it's a perfect show. Yeah, it's amazing. Like, that's exactly what I was just, I said, you know, I'm about 10 minutes in right now, and I'm not going to go too much longer. I just want to get some thoughts out there, but um, that's exactly what I was saying at the beginning. So, I mean, Zach, literally, he was gone, didn't even know he was going to be walking in, walked through the door, I asked him, you know, right then, what he thought about Southern Underground Pro, and that was his answer. Um. <clears throat> that being said about, you know, that I don't want to ruin the actual matches. Like I said, I don't want to tell you guys who won and who lost because I want you to watch the show. I want you to order it. I want you to support. Um, and like I was saying, I don't know if I got the Twitter handle out before Zach came in, but their handle is at SUP underscore GRAPS on Twitter. So make sure to follow them, support them. Uh, God damn, that show was good. Uh, what else happened? So I've talked a little bit about Craig Mitchell and him knocking that beer all over myself. I talked about Gunner. Um, haven't talked at all about the Bone Storm title. Once again, uh, you know what? I'll, I don't know if I should ruin the ending of that or not. I won't ruin the ending, but I will say 
Kurt Stallion versus Dominic Guarini for the Bone Storm Championship, which is the main, essentially the world or heavyweight title for SUP. Uh, another crazy match that was put together pretty much at the last minute because originally we were going to see a non-title match between uh, Kurt Stallion and AJ Gray, and that was changed to Dominic Guarini taking on Kurt Stallion for the belt like the day before the match happened. So it was good to see that that, that fight happened when it did because Guarini was getting really, really fucking pissed. And essentially, let's be honest, he was rooting some of the shows with his attitude towards uh, Kevin Koo and Righteous Jesse because he wasn't getting those title shots. Now that he has, like I said, you got to check it out and see what happens. Um, what else happened? Slutty Cat versus Alley Cat. Uh, the Battle of the Felines. I, I heard someone, not even really complain, but someone had mentioned, um, you know, I don't know, like it's weird because Alley Cat beat Slutty Cat and Alley Cat's a girl and Slutty Cat's a guy. And I was like, they're both cats. It's like, oh, that's, that's true. But then again, think about this. We're also in an age where intergender wrestling happens fairly often and it isn't that out of the norm for a girl to beat a guy but we definitely don't see it on any major promotions right now like uh wwe it doesn't happen in really in ring of honor or or new japan or anywhere else really so um as far as indie level though it, it's fairly fairly common so i'll throw that out there for anyone who isn't quite as familiar uh, but that was another really fun match slutty cat and alley cat uh slutty cat is josh bishop who is kind of popping up all over the place. Uh, he's like one of the guys in Tom Lawler's stable at Black Label as well. Uh, Filthy Tom Lawler, the current champion up there at BLP. Shout out to Mikey, who's the owner up there, and he's been on the show as well. Um, I'm hoping to get some of these guys from the show on as well, uh, too, uh, really soon, by the way. So stay tuned for that. Some other stuff that we saw, Mance Warner versus Carrie Awful. Fucking awesome. Uh, Mance Warner. Oh, another time I guess I was kind of part of the show. Uh, Mance Warner, mid-promo, turned around, looked me right in the face, and told me to shut the fuck up uh, while he was talking. And just so people know what happened there, uh, some, somebody, a really nice dude, just like a super nice guy, random fan in the crowd, uh, me and him got to talking just a little bit. He asked me basically for a little advice because I, I do this podcast, and he had told me that he had just started uh, his podcast just like four episodes ago and we were exchanging contact information and I didn't realize that Mance was talking. Uh, he totally punked me out there. But once again, outside of the ring, me and him drank a couple cold ones after the match. Super good dude. Don't care that he called me out. Although it was unexpected because like I said, I was just answering a question for somebody. It was like when you're in school and somebody keeps talking to you, then you tell them to kind of shut up. And then, like, that's when the teacher looks over and says, hey, why are you talking? And you're like, I, w I wasn't. I, but that's that's what happened there. Um, that being said, Carrie Awful versus Mance Warner was fucking great. Uh, Nick Iggy, I can't remember who he wrestled. Um, was it Tyler Matrix? I know Tyler Matrix wrestled on the show. And then there was the Pussy Money Weed guy, who I still don't know what his name is, to be honest. But yeah. I can't remember who wrestled who for some of these other matches. You have to excuse me, but uh, Nick Iggy, another dude. This guy gets the most heat of anybody on the indie circuit for, you know, the companies that I go and watch on a regular basis. Him and Carrie Awful are the carnies. They're a fucking awesome tag team. They're all over the place. Uh, but Nick Iggy especially is a fucking heat magnet. Like, he does such a good job at making the crowd fucking hate him. And it's 
in the most perfect way ever. Once again, I'll break kayfabe just a little bit more. I know this this show might be ruining some lives here, but I have to be honest, and this is just an honest podcast. Nick Iggy, outside of the ring, is one of the nicest, funniest dudes I've ever talked to. Uh, me and him talked for a little while during the intermission at the SUP show this past Sunday, and I really honestly can't wish him anything but success going forward in his career, and I really think that he's going to be a major star in pro wrestling. I think he's, he told me he was only like 27 years old, so he's got so much talent, and so does Carrie Awful. That doesn't take anything away from the other member of the Carnies. I'm just saying Nick Iggy is really something special, especially on the microphone, and he's very good in the ring too, so the more experience he gets, the better he's going to get, and the sky's the limit once again for, for both of the Carnies. Um, another guy that I discovered on the show was Marco Stunt, who is the smallest wrestler I've ever seen, uh, maybe including some of the, well, I guess maybe not smaller than like the actual, like, I guess midget wrestlers is still the, the right term. I don't want to sound, I don't want to be non PC here, but I think it was, I think it's still called midget wrestling, but little, little people wrestling, uh, like dwarfs, you know, I, I don't really know the best way of saying it, but I think Marco stunt might even be smaller than some of those guys. Like he, he was a really small dude. Um, he couldn't have weighed any more than 80 pounds. I mean, I, I don't, and he was incredibly impressive. He went out there and he did obviously a lot of high flying stuff, but it was stuff that made sense. That was actually like believable from, you know, the sense that when I saw him coming down the ramp, I turned to my friend, Robert Bellamy, uh, also known as mouse shout out to mouse. Who's one of the best uh, ringside photographers out there? He gets great headshots as well. So you know, hit him up on social media. Uh, I don't know what all of his uh, social is, but Robert Bellamy is his name, and Mouse is his nickname. So should be able to find him. Mouse's wrestling adventures, I think, is like kind of his thing. But they, uh, I asked him. I was like, I was like, dude, what's up with this kid? And Mouse was like, dude, just just watch. Like he's really really good. Just you don't you don't even understand yet. And he was right. Uh, so shout out to Marco Stunt for, you know, that isn't an easy thing to do coming out there being that size. I mean, on I'm this is not a knock. This is just honest. He looks about about 12 years old. I mean, he looks like a little kid. I, I didn't realize that he was even like old enough to be wrestling when I saw him just walking around. Like I had no clue and he really, really impressed me. So uh, Marco, if you happen to listen to this, keep doing what you're doing, man. Keep grinding, and you're gonna make it. You're gonna make it somewhere in the wrestling business if you keep doing what you're doing. Don't know where it's gonna be. Don't know when it's gonna happen, but I assure you that you have a niche that's that's going to work somewhere for you if you if you stick with it. Um, I don't know what else to really say. Papa Hales was there, of course. Always good seeing him. He's fucking everywhere, uh, and of course Dylan Hales as well. My probably my favorite uh commentator in this area him and tyler voles are kind of like my two guys uh for commentary so always like seeing dylan hales caught up with him a little bit always make sure to check out and support what they do with the sci stuff in chattanooga scenic city always great they're on powerbomb.tv as well trying to think if there's anything else from the sub show that i'm missing that i should uh that should bring up Zach just handed me their flyer. Some of this is kind of old, though, because they've made those match changes. Um, let's see what else we got here. Oh, Donovan Danhausen. Always good seeing him. 
he's an up and coming guy, paints his face kind of like a creepy dude, uses like a like a nail, um, yeah. or a spike, I guess it's like a train track spike looking thing. Um, Matt Nix, maybe he, I knew I don't think he made the show unless he's the pussy money weed guy, and I really apologize. I actually tried to find uh the pussy money the pussy money weed guy's uh name online, and I honestly couldn't find it. Um. Because I was just searching Pussy Money Weed and all that kept coming up was Little Wayne stuff. But uh, great little gimmick there. Also, shout out to Amanda Lomax, who got a lot of great pictures at the show that I've been sharing on Twitter over the last few days. Uh, her website is Amanda Lomax. Uh, I think it's just AmandaLomax.com. Let me just double check. I actually have her card right here. Yep. www.AmandaLomax.com. That's A M A N D A. L-O-M-A-X dot com. Her Instagram is Amanda Lomax Art. Uh, she was, a, I mean, she got a lot of really, really good pictures. And she's a really, really good looking chick also. So if she happens to hear this, uh, once again, shout out to Amanda Lomax. Because she is gorgeous and gets really, really good pictures of pro wrestlers. And she also has a lot of other cool art stuff on her page. Like, I think this was one of the first times she's ventured out into the photography stuff uh, at pro wrestling. And she did a really great job with it. Um, anything else from that show that I need to talk about? Then I'll talk a little Elimination Chamber, I guess, and, and that'll be it for today. I don't know. Sup was fucking great. I can't say enough good things about it. If I'm missing anything or anybody... Oh, I'll also say uh, Kevin Lee Davidson, KLD, was supposed to be there. Uh, shout out to him. He's dealing with some nagging neck injuries, from what I understand. He couldn't make the show. His partner uh, in No New Friends, as well as his partner um, in uh, his uh, business partner, I should say, for the ownership of Glory Pro Wrestling, Danny Adams, the millennial, was there as well. Uh, he's another guy. He's like Nick Iggy. Both of those guys are very, very good at generating heat from the crowd. And just like Nick, I'm going to, people are going to hate to hear this. Danny Adams, another super fucking nice guy. Um, and once again, I don't say these things to like take away from what they're doing in wrestling. It's just, we're in a day and age here where obviously everyone has social media. People know that this is, it's entertainment. It's supposed to be fun. It is pro wrestling to me still. Like, I'm not just one of those like sports entertainment guys. Like I still love pro wrestling and I love the realism in pro wrestling. But let me put it this way. If, if Nick Iggy, let's say, or Danny Adams was a, was a dickhead character on, uh, in the ring, right? Which they are, which is what they're trying to do. But I was also coming on here and telling you that these guys were actually fucking dickheads. You know what I mean? Like, would you want to know that? You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, wouldn't you, wouldn't you rather know that they're really nice dudes who are lifelong pro wrestling fans who are living their dream, who are really good at being villains, heels in the wrestling business, but they're good people outside of it. That's kind of what I'm trying to do here. Um, so this isn't anything against, you know, the, Stank, the sanctity of pro wrestling. This is just letting you guys know that these are all really good people, so you should support them. You should buy their merchandise. I bought a Kurt Stallion shirt and an AJ Gray shirt at this show. Um, I'm just going to keep supporting however I can, uh, and I cannot wait for the next sub show here in Nashville. And from what I'm hearing, they might do a co-promotion with the SCI later this year too, and I don't know if that will be in Chattanooga or in Nashville. That's just the rumblings that I'm hearing so far. So keep up to date with all that stuff. Um, That night after the show came back and watched the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view in full while it was live. Not going to lie. Like I said, during the show, got very, very drunk. I don't 
I mean, I remember watching Elimination Chamber. I don't remember being overly impressed by it, but I do remember getting all of my WrestleRumble.com predictions correct. Uh, so it was a predictable show. It's leading into WrestleMania. It's what we expected. Uh, and I'll also say the main reason I got so drunk at this show, they had a great deal at the Basement East. This is just another plug for the Basement East. It was $6 for a shot of Fireball, and it was, what, like an 8 or 10 ounce of uh, beer? 16 ounce beer. Was it really? Um. Well, I don't know if it was 16 ounces, but regardless, it's a full beer. PBR. Uh, Yeah. And so, I mean, I drank, I mean, I was in the double digits for sure. We'll just put it that way. Um, What a great deal. But that's all to say when I came back, Elimination Chamber is a little fuzzy. uh, And there seems to be no reason for me to go back and rewatch it. I'll say once again, it was a predictable show. Uh, obviously, Roman Reigns uh, going on to face Brock Lesnar is what the companies wanted for the last year. I thought his promo, Roman's promo that is, on Raw was fantastic. If you want my full thoughts on that, check out the article I wrote for the Daily DDT. So that's uh, dailyddt.com, a part of fansided.com. I give my full thoughts on that. I thought it was the best promo that Roman Reigns has cut in his career by far. I was a really big fan of what he said out there in the ring. Um, this Matt Hardy versus Bray Wyatt stuff sucks. I hope that they figure out a way to, I don't know. I just, because you know Brother Nero is going to come back soon. And, I mean, how bad are they going to fuck that up if they fucked up Matt Hardy so bad? And, you know, even worse, they fucked up Bray Wyatt even worse than, than the Hardy family. So, I I don't know. Uh, there's not a whole lot to say there, but uh, there. I thought the match between Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy, from what I remember, was very, uh, very average. Uh, the women's chamber match was good. I expected Alexa, Alexa to win. Like I said, I was right with all these predictions, so there's not a whole lot to really talk about. Uh, and I gave all these predictions on my podcast with Jeff Meacham from NoDQ.com. So uh, pretty much what we said is what happened. Uh I don't think there's a whole lot else to talk about pro wrestling wise right now. And, you know, on the MMA side, UFC 222 is coming up this Saturday. I've been working with a YouTube company called MMA on Point. For those of you who don't know, I'm their social media manager. Uh, So been very involved with the MMA side of things lately, especially during live events. I'm always live tweeting from their handle during the UFC shows, as well as every Monday during the MMA hour with Ariel Hawani. That's at on point MMA on Twitter. So please shoot us a follow over there. I don't do the videos. I never take credit for doing their videos. Uh, Jason Hartley and Tom Ransom are the two guys that own the company and the two guys that are really doing the real work over at MMAonPoint.com, um, which is MMA on point on YouTube. And like I said, but the website is going to really start firing up this month. And that's another thing that, that I'm a big part of. So once again, I'm not one of those guys who's putting the videos together for anyone who's ever asked my role with MMA on point. I just, I help with their social media. I help with some of their news stuff. I have some contacts within the world of MMA that are very helpful. Um, I kind of work as a, as a kind of a producer for those guys from the sense that I try to help find them uh, some people to come on their podcasts and stuff like that with kind of the connections I've made over the years. And we have a really, 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 really great deal uh, going on between me and MMA on point that I absolutely love uh, how we have things set up. 
Uh, so please support them and check out their videos. Some of their videos have like one and a half million views and it's a new channel just within the last six months. So can't say enough great things. Jason and Tom, the dudes that I essentially work for there, work with, however you want to look at it, those guys, they're, they're, they're the ones, I mean, that have taken this thing from nothing to something that I think is so, so fucking cool. Um, and just the fact that I get to be a part of it in the way that I am. And it's kind of the perfect way for me to be a part of it too. This is the part, this is the side of it that I love the social media side, the news side. I love doing the podcast. I love talking to you guys. I love interviewing fighters and stuff, but I'll tell you what, it's a lot easier being the guy on the other side of it versus the guy who's got to prepare for the interviews. Who's got to, you know, book all the talent. Who's got to, uh, edit it, produce it. Who's got to do all this stuff. I got like a great thing going with these guys and they are so good at what they do. So once again, that's at MMA on point, uh, on YouTube, the website is MMA on And the Twitter handle is at on point MMA also have an Instagram and a Facebook page too. So search for that. been trying to help out with that lately as well. Um, other stuff going on, you know, always, uh, want to give a shout out to heroes and legends, Best uh, pro wrestling collectible memorabilia company out there. Make sure to follow them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at HL Pro Wrestling. I always want to give a shout out to my brother, Brian Jensen. He's a professional boxing coach and cornerman. He can help you get in better shape, learn how to throw hands, you know, learn some MMA, learn some self-defense, whatever it is. He's out of the Atlanta, Georgia area, but he can help you from anywhere. Uh, follow him on Instagram at Atlanta Boxing Coach. That's all spelled out as one word, Atlanta Boxing Coach. And just hit him up, and he'll work something out with you. He's great. Um, who else we got? WrestleRumble.com. Always got to give a shout-out to WrestleRumble.com. They decided to do a fast lane contest. Uh, they weren't going to. So if you jump on WrestleRumble.com right now, you can see that it's live. The top prize for this one is going to be your choice of any replica title belt. Uh I mean, just that's it. I mean, straight up, you get any any replica title belt you want. I, they choose the website, but it's all authenticated uh, merchandise. So if you want like an old school WWF winged eagle championship belt, you get to choose that. If you want, you know, the old uh, old uh, let's say one of the favorites is the undisputed title belt. That's one that I'd like to have in my collection for sure. Uh, you can get that if you want the big gold belt, the old WCW belt. I mean, that's an option. So if you want to win a legitimate, you know, uh, replica title belt, that's the place to do it. Go on WrestleRumble.com. And they're giving away a lot of MVP points for this contest as well. And those MVP points go towards some major prizes. And that prize list is going to be coming up, I'd imagine, really soon. Or the, the winner's list will be coming up soon because... It started last year at WrestleMania, didn't it, Zach? The Wrestle Rumble. Yeah, MVP. Yeah, the MVP is over. I think WrestleMania is the last one, which will culminate the whole MVP event, if I remember correctly. So jump in, and there's a lot of points on the line. So this isn't something where if you haven't been playing, you have no chance. Like if you haven't been playing, you can win a lot of MVP points by entering this contest for Fast Lane. I'm gonna give away some entries as well. Uh, one thing I'll throw out there for an entry is. I'll save one for somebody uh, over the next, let's say, three days. You have until Tuesday. If anybody goes on whatamaneuver.net and buys a Fight Talk Podcast t-shirt, don't care what design it is, what color, anything like that, what size, 
It can be uh, for a kid. It can be for you, an adult. It can be for anybody. If you buy a T-shirt off of whatamaneuver.net, I will give you a free entry to this uh, Fastlane contest. But it has to be the first one who does that. I don't have enough of these to give away to everybody. But if anybody goes on whatamaneuver.net and buys a Fight Talk podcast T-shirt between now and Tuesday, just let me know on Twitter at fighttalk underscore. Or if you know me personally, just text me, call me, whatever message me on Facebook, whatever it is, just let me know that you purchased a Fight Talk podcast t-shirt off of whatamaneuver.net, and I will send you a free entry so you can try to win uh, your own custom uh, authenticated replica belt off of uh, the WrestleRumble.com contest. So that's another, basically another $10 value that I'll just give you for buying one of my shirts. So, and then that could lead to a lot bigger things, like I said, a title belt and maybe way more money through the MVP contest. Um, and where to find WrestleRumble.com, of course, is that website, and their Twitter is at WrestleRumble. Stay up to date with all their contests. Um, I pretty much just plugged all my stuff, too, as I was giving out that uh, that entry contest and whatamaneuver.net, all that stuff. Please make sure to subscribe on iTunes and Google Play. Uh, please give a five-star rating, and please leave a review. The only reason I ask for that stuff is because the more reviews and the more ratings that I have, the more likely it is that other fans will be able to find the show. It's that simple. Uh, it is an ego thing. It isn't anything where, like, I'm begging you guys for five stars, like Dennis Reynolds from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. You know, I'm, I'm a five-star man. It's not what I'm doing. I'm just asking because if you're a fan of pro wrestling and you know other people are fans of pro wrestling, we want to get them in our community. We want to get more people talking about pro wrestling. We want to get more fans of independent pro wrestling especially. Uh, companies like Southern Underground Pro, companies like Glory Pro, companies like Scenic City Invitational, you know, these companies that I love and that I support, we need more people knowing about that stuff too. And the easiest way to do that from my end, the best way I can hold up my bargain there is by getting reviews and comments so more people see the show. And in turn, hopefully some more people will buy a little merchandise, help support the show like that, help support my sponsors. And what that allows me to do is get to more of these shows in person and have that little extra cash for gas and those kind of things and get you more interviews and more content, um, especially on the independent pro wrestling side. I'm going to really try hard to get you more interviews with some of the up-and-coming stars of pro wrestling before they, quote-unquote, hit it big in you know major companies. Uh, so that all being said, I don't know when I'll be back next, uh, but always stay up to date with what I do on Twitter at fight talk underscore and check out my articles online at dailyddt.com. All the MMA stuff that I'm doing, uh, in that I'm involved with is pretty much over at, uh, on point MMA on Twitter and their YouTube channel, MMA on point. That'll being said, uh, I, you know what, next week I might have a guest for you who's actually training to be a pro wrestler. So like, that's gonna, that's like even even more of like from the ground level, more grassroots. I might have somebody coming on next week that is literally training uh, with Heath Slater right now that hasn't even started. I mean, just started taking bumps and running the ropes. So that could be a really interesting conversation. And she's actually a she. So it's a women's wrestler who's just starting. So we'll see how that goes. And I think I'm going to get that interview next week. So that's probably the next time you'll hear from me. But either way, I'll be back soon. Hey,